You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. everybody welcome into another exciting episode of the filthy fantasy football show a safe space for you foul mouth fantasy players out there as always it's your boys king josh josh the king big rome fantasy fish what the fuck is going on guys how's it going i see you two guys with your beautiful beards look like braun Strowman over there just combing that thing god damn right you gotta grow one bro yeah I was going to say, my, my real life work won't let me, but that's neither here nor there. But that's not a job. I live in the Northwest. <laughs> they should let me have a beard. It's cold on the face. Exactly. True. I need to protect it. So waivers happened. You know, the, man, the last couple of weeks, waivers been really th- gross. Like there hasn't really been like a guy where you're like, oh, pick that man up immediately. Then I hate our home league. It's so goddamn competitive. There's no free agents in our home league. Yeah, there ain't yeah. nothing. And when you don't have Fab, you're fucked. Like me. Dude, I have nothing. $1 in Fab left. Yeah. I think I got you by $8. like one. I got two bucks. And the worst part is I wanted to save a couple dollars for like, you know, kickers or defenses come playoff time. I went out Fuck the it. window. You know, at least you didn't put $81 down or 81 Fab dollars on Le'Veon Bell. Who actually I'm just spoiled- glad my... My 60 paid off on Mitchell so far. Because that, that was a real sense. shot in the dark there. Yeah, but the, the spoiler alert for the news, Le'Veon Bell got cut, so he's not even on a team anymore. So that $81 went to nothing. And I don't really, you know, I don't even think he played Le'Veon Bell the entire time he rostered him. Fuck no. How could you? How could he? Like, it's impossible. <laughs> the guy touched the ball like four times a game. I know he got the end zone twice, but fuck, fuck him, man. I I read a stat that he only had like 180 rushing yards and like four touchdowns. That's disgusting. Do you know Derrick Henry still leads the league in rushing yards and he hasn't played in like three weeks? Yeah, because he's a goddamn, he's an alien. He's not a real, he's not a human being. There's no way. There's nobody else that looks like him and, and plays like him, maybe ever. Bo Jackson. He would eat peanuts off of Bo Jackson's head. He's so he's a monster human I've being. Never, I've never heard that saying before. It's a good one. Though. I don't I don't understand it, but I like it. But, oh, all right, we'll just get right into the news here. Uh, oh, right right off the bat, my first one: Ravi- the Ravens have released Le'Veon Bell. Oh, wait, I was wrong with the rushing. So in five games, he had 83 rushing yards and two touchdowns. That many yards. Wow. 83 and two touchdowns would be a good game if it was in one game. (laughs) Oh, hell yeah. Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin says they are building their game plan this week as if Mason Rudolph is the quarterback for Sunday night against the Chargers. Big Ben has the COVID herpes, fat. And needs to be symptom free and have two negative tests in order to play. But no one's going to play Big Ben. This is more of a Devontae or um, Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, Fryermuth, Najee Harris thing. Although the Chargers' defense sucks, and I'm a Charger fan, their defense is fucking garbage when it shouldn't be. Because actually, Joey Bosa and Jerry Tillery, their defensive line, both had COVID herpes, but there is a chance that they could play. Uh, Tillery's vaccinated and Bosa is not. But, you know, the whole like this player is vaccinated and unvaccinated, it seems so intrusive. It is, man. It's bullshit. The COVID world's weird, man. I don't like it. It's stupid. It really is frustrating as fuck. I hate it. Your fish, Elijah Mitchell, had a broken finger and had a pin put into it. He had a surgery done today. His status is unclear, but Shanahan teased that he will be good to go. But we all know Shanahan lies. So yeah, he likes to tease. He's such a little bitch. I don't know. I guess that means throw Jeff Wilson, Trey Sermon on your bench just in you case. Say, what about Sermon? Sermon's got to be at some point the fucking man, don't you think? No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> Hashtag analysis. I think he, he would have already. Honestly, I don't know, man. I mean, they're doing everything dope. to not play him. 
What? He, but Mitchell's been dope. So how can you? How can you? I don't know, man. <laughs> the yeah, draft Mitchell's still been alone. dope, but they played Hasty over Sermon when they could. They played right. Wilson over Sermon when they could. The only time they played Sermon was like he was the only guy left. It was him and Trenton Cannon. Then they should trade him while he's still got while he's still young. Get him out. You spin a they fucking third him, round man. pick on him. John Lynch is such a, a cock tease also. Piece wow. of shit. This is not surprising news. Interesting news. And stupid. No one really cares at the same time. But Zach Wilson is still not 100%. So Joe Flacco is getting the nod this week. So, uh, so gross. wait, is White? What's wrong with White? I think he's hurt, too. He better be if they're starting Joe fucking Flacco. No, he's going to be the backup. Because Mike White sucks. I think it's because Mike White totally (laughs) flopped. Let's all just have a real awkward silence here. Hang on. (laughs) Are you fucking sick? He's sitting on the bench. This guy, first of all, I did find it funny that he was like, I should have been the first pick overall. And then went out and fucking just got his shit pushed in. What a bitch. Yeah, get your tits ripped off. I don't think... (laughs) I don't think you start Joe Flacco. Maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. Joe maybe Joe's, the answer. Maybe Joe's still got it. I doubt it, but maybe. So I mean, mm. if you're if you're if you're in a position where you're starting Elijah Moore and Corey Davis, that kind of sucks. I mean, he could probably still chuck it downfield. Yeah, I guess that's what he. That's know. all he did in Baltimore, other than just rely on that psychotic defense. Yeah, to but be Joe Flacco hasn't been a starting quarterback in like three seasons. Something like that. Eagles have designated running back Miles Sanders to return from the injured reserves. The 21-day window has now been activated, thus muddying up again that nasty running back field. Although, I mean, when Sanders comes back, it's his job, but gross. Or is it? Yeah, it is, because everyone's been... Actually, Jordan Howard hasn't been that bad, but Boston Scott gets play, so who fucking knows? I don't know. They barely liked they barely liked using him when he was healthy. Is all I'm gonna say. I'll you know what's funny? What happened to Kenneth? When? Why is Kenneth Gainwell not a thing? What the fuck <laughs> happened there? I have like, no clue. Everyone kept saying he's the future. They need to trade away Miles Sanders because Kenneth Gainwell's the man. He had a couple good games when Sanders was still there. Uh, and maybe he, he will, because I think what I said a couple weeks back was that it went from that two-headed monster, right, of Sanders and Gainwell getting all the pass work, Sanders kind of being your, your workhorse back, to being now it's you got Boston Scott, you got Jordan Howard, and then you have Gainwell, who's just like, hey, I have the same role, but now he's got more, there's just more mouths to feed in that backfield, and it's it fucking killed him, man. It's so sad, though. Because he was supposed to be yeah. pretty damn good. Dude, I think the problem in Philadelphia is fucking uh, Nick Sirianni. Like, their, their team, their offense should be consistently good with the pieces they have. And they're just think? not. They would help if they had decisions. another wide receiver. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, like, they had Zach Ertz and Goddard and Devontae Smith. And they I mean, maybe a better quarterback. Done. Zach Ertz yeah. is not, not Zach Ertz. Jalen Hurts uh, is kind of like, eh, he can run. Yeah, but they're still making bad They ran good. the ball fucking two times one game. They did. I'm like, who the fuck does that? Like, this is not high school. You can't just run the ball twice. <laughs> in, and win. A flag football team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Playing seven on seven. Yeah, seven <laughs> on seven. Oh, um, God. Not that it matters, but quarterback Jared Goff is day-to-day with an oblique strain, so keep an eye on that, but. If you're in a if you're in a league where you're starting Jared Goff, I'm terribly sorry for you. I mean, Jared's uh, fine. Yeah, Nick Sirianni, speak of the devil, said Dallas Goddard is still in the c- concussion protocol, so he didn't practice today. So monitor that. Mm. Kareem Hunt has been ruled out for Week 11, but he is getting close. <clears throat> so, God, he's been gone forever. That's all I have. Dude, Cream Hunt, he was like the running back like four before yeah. he got hurt. He was balling. He and then he balling. just uh, Damian Harris was cleared. Yeah, oh, Damian, yeah. Damian's back. Woo-woo. Love me some Damian. 
He's got a What's great matchup this week. This is this isn't really news, but it's kind of been ongoing. What's the deal with Chris Carson? Is he going to play or is he not? Dude, I don't know. They because they said he was on track to be back, and now they're saying he's still not practicing, so they don't know. And it's I don't know what the hell. I need him on. to fucking play. He's I just I trade away yeah, Michael too. Carter for him in goddamn dynasty. You son of a bitch. Yeah, right before Michael Carter became Michael Carter and actually a good fantasy option. You're the commission Sucks. in that league. Can you undo that trade? Apparently, we can undo trades. The commissioner has the power to just undo fair trades. This is true. This is true. <laughs> I don't know about the sleeper app, though. Fair enough. But, all right, that'll wrap it up for news and noise. Let's talk about some games. Tonight, we're going to break down your NFC matchups. First, we're going to start off with your Thursday night game. Got the 6-4 and four Patriots taking on the 4-5 and five Atlanta Falcons. On the New England side of the ball, Damian Harris, man, I think I ranked him in the top 10 this week for running. I think he should have a good game. I mean, I, I'm a little worried because of the concussion, but I think he'll be good. I mean, he cleared protocol. He'll, he'll be bad. Yeah, he he'll, he'll play. He's all good. I'd be more worried to see if they're going to give Stevenson more workload, but I don't think they will. I think that now when, when Harris is good. Go back to Harris. When Harris... When Harrison was healthy, he was the guy. Stevenson was a piece of sh- Stevenson was droppable when Harris was healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, then Harris goes down mm-hmm. and Stevenson balls out. So, you know, yeah, I, I don't they, think if they, I'm just, I'm just mentioning if they wanted to like, kind of save his legs a little bit because they have a chance at the playoffs. They're, I don't they're think really they will, coming around, but yeah, I think Mac Jones is actually a sneaky quarterback streamer if you need one. You know, if you have Stafford, who's on bye week this week, you know, Mac Jones might not be too bad. How many Super Bowls does Tom Brady have? Seven? Seven, yes. Mac Jones is going to get eight. Whoa. Heard it here first. I like it. No, I don't don't really think that. But Mac Jones is damn good for a rookie quarterback. He's he's probably going to be the rookie of the year. Actually, no, Jamar Chase. Fuck. Although, dude, you could. I don't know. Jones has really turned it around the last few weeks. I mean, Jones is Jones has been just fine. Two thousand three hundred thirty-three yards, thirteen touchdowns, and seven picks. It's like it's okay. Is it Justin Herbert? Because Justin Herbert won it last year, right? Yeah, he did. And he had like right. what four thousand yards, four thousand yards, yeah, and, and like, like 30, thirty touchdowns. Yeah, <laughs> if the, looking like looking at that, this shit looks pretty fucking pedestrian. But you know what? He is a rookie quarterback. He's got a hell of a system. I think Mac Jones can be good for a long time in this offense, especially if they start bringing in some actual weapons for him to throw the ball. And I know that's not New England's M.O. Just look at all the receivers that they had in New England for, I don't know, the 15 years before. But when Kendrick Bourne is your leading wide receiver, which, by the way, I called. I knew he'd be their leading receiver. He has uh, 33 receptions for 520 yards, three touchdowns, and that is so bad. But still, he's their leading wide receiver. Mac Jones is currently holds the record for the highest completion percentage as a rookie, too. Ooh, I like that. Stat. By about 2% or 1.3% over Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but, you know, you just mentioned him. I like Kendrick Bourne in this matchup. I like I like Jacoby Myers. This matchup finally got his first career touchdown. <laughs> Jacoby Myers, he's been good for PPR, <laughs> you know. So, and then Hunter Henry, fire that man up. Yeah, I think I had I think I had him as a top five tight end this week. Fucking big Hunter Henry, I love that guy. Other side of the ball, you know what? Actually, I read a thing today. Um, that Mike, the only reason why you saw a lot of Wayne Gallman last week was because they knew they had the Thursday night game, and Mike Davis is still very much the starting running back, despite the poor play. That's a good way to say that Mike Davis is not a very good running back. <laughs> yeah. The only, you know, realistically, the only, I mean, you play Kyle Pitts, but Patterson, if he's out, I don't want to play anybody from Atlanta. See, he's a game-time decision, but luckily it's Thursday, so you should be able to make that adjustment real quick. But if pa- do you start Patterson if he plays? Are you worried about his injury that Fuck he no. might re-aggravate I'm, it? I'm starting him. I'm starting him, and I'll right. tell you why. For one, I don't have a lot of other options. For two, this is a revenge game. 
for him. This is a revenge game. I know that people forget he was fucking in New England, but I think he's I think he wants to play. They they let him go. I think he wants to get out there and show everybody. Plus he just plays he plays he's like a natural chip on his shoulder that he just it just stays with him forever. I don't know where it came from because he's like a he's a big dude, doesn't have like a small man syndrome. But I think the guy will play. I'm hoping he does. Because I'm I think excited he plays. For I think he plays. I'm a little worried. I mean, you have to play him. He's the running back ten on the year and like the wide receiver like fourteen or something like that. Yeah. You have to play him. He's 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 basically the focal point of the offense. So you know, and you probably don't have other options outside Cordero Patterson. But I mean, you play Pitts. I'm a little worried because Bill Belichick has historically been known to shut down the number one option of a team. So I mean, if that's Cordell Patterson, though, yeah, but he might not want to get beat by Kyle Pitts, which could lead to a good Cordell Patterson game. Because at the same time, as as wonderful as Cordell Patterson's been, he's also been in the league for eight years, and he's finally having a good season. So Bill Belichick might go, well, Kyle Pitts is the guy. So, I mean, yes, Kyle Pitts has the ability to go for 60-plus yards and maybe a touchdown, but he very well could end the game with, you know, fucking 25 yards. So It's true. But, all right, moving on. 8-2 and two Green Bay taking on 4-5 and five Minnesota. All right, you know, Aaron Rodgers, A.J. Dillon, Devontae, probably it right uh-huh. yep poor poor aaron jones i love aaron jones i i think i think he's a stud but yeah i agree aj Dillon is too though so if you have him he'll fill right in yeah well you know last perfectly. week aj Dillon filled in for the hurt aaron jones 21 carries for 66 yards and two touchdowns so i mean that's he could very well have another game just like that <laughs> And he's a good pass catching back too. When so. did Aaron Jones get hurt in that game? Because I swear, like Green Bay did better with Dylan. Not that Dylan's was, a better back or anything, but it just seemed to somehow turn out that way. I think it was around like halftime or something like that. I don't, I don't think it was very late in the game, but I don't think it was super early either. I think it was like around like halftime. Yeah, like he had a good amount of playing time, right? Yeah, that's kind of what I was wondering. Yeah, Devontae Adams, he's he's going to be a monster. Yeah. He's historically has killed the Vikings, so. And and Aaron Rodgers kills the Vikings, so I think Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I don't remember, but pretty sure he was my quarterback one this week. Other side of the ball, Kirk Cousins. Probably not this week. Tough matchup. Green Bay's defense has really come around. They they've been shutting everybody down. Granted, Russell Wilson, you know, gross finger. So he he didn't look very good, but they got shut down last week. I think you played Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, Thielen. Con- That's it. Conklin. No. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you play Conklin. I actually I like Kirk Cousins. I know this is a tough matchup, but it's like he's got he's got twenty four hundred yards, eighteen touchdowns, and only two picks. Like he's playing he's playing well. He's, he's playing quarterback really ten well. on the year. So I I don't know. I don't want to say I don't want to say don't play him, but he's he's definitely a viable option. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can see him as a streaming option or something like that. Yeah, there you go. It's so funny. He's the quarterback ten on the year, but we still we still talk about him like he's a streaming option quarterback. <laughs> yeah. If his name wasn't Kirk Cousins, we'd be like, "Fuck yeah, you play you play you know." Ted I think Boomerang. It's like you said a while ago, like maybe like five weeks ago, Josh. Like it's one of those. He's, he's the guy. Like, don't watch. Yeah, just look at the score at the end and be like, "Oh yeah. shit, Kirk Cousins somehow got thirty points." Same thing with Jalen Hurts. You know, just don't watch him play. Just know at the end of the game he's going to get two hundred passing yards, two, and like you know he's going to run for seventy six yards and a touchdown. It's, <laughs> just don't watch him play. It's horrible. Because I, you know, because I'm I'm a Charger fan, so I watch the Eagles Charger game. Jalen Hurts is a bad quarterback. Ugh. He is a bad quarterback, but it works for fantasy. Uh, moving on, five and four Saints taking on four and six Eagles. Speaking of Jalen Hurts, uh, New Orleans Saints side of the ball, Trevor Seaman, starting quarterback. Gross. You know, is Taysom Hill ever going to be a thing? No, he's a thing. He's just not a quarterback. It's so funny how uh, people were freaking out because they signed him to that 
like seven year, hundred million dollar extension. But if you actually read the contract, it's all incentives up to a hundred million dollars. I think he actually only makes like two million dollars or something like that, or four million. I think but. it was like ten million guaranteed over the over the course. And a lot of people were like, "Oh, they signed this guy as a quarter. Like they signed him. He's a quarterback on the roster. They didn't sign him to play quarterback. They signed. Him, he's lined up as receiver and tight end more than he's played quarterback this year. Exactly. They signed him to do what he does. You know. Yeah, to be your gadget, freak people out kind of guy. I dig it. Yeah, and to, and to run a quarterback power on third down. I think Kamara plays. He should. Because I heard he was getting very close to playing last week, but they were like, nah, let's just give him a week to rest. Um, but yeah, if Kamara's, obviously you play Kamara. If he's out, you play Ingram. If he's in, you don't play Ingram. I mean, pretty pretty straightforward. Can you play any of the wide receivers, Fish? You're my Saints guy. I wouldn't want to. And if I did, it'd be, like I said in the last episode, It'd be Traquan Smith over Callaway at this point, but I don't. I wouldn't want to play him though. Yeah, or Troutman. You're only playing Kamara. No, Troutman That's sucks. it. Troutman not not living up to his hype. Other side of the ball, you play Jalen Hurts. I don't. If Sanders is back, would you play Sanders? No. No. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, if if you're like me and you roster every Philadelphia running back, which one do you have to play? Jalen, she played Jalen Hurts because he's their best <laughs> runner. Yeah, he's the next Lamar Miller or Lamar Jackson. Lamar Miller, a different. He guy. could be. Um, he might be. <laughs> he could be. Um, I wouldn't play any of the running backs against the Saints. They they just historically aren't that great for fantasy against the run, so. Anyways, let's go ahead and continue this. Devontae Smith, listen, for the being the Ethiopian poster child that he is, I, yeah, he's got, I think he actually does have some merit. He can probably play week to week, at least as a wide receiver, three flex play. I mean, it, it makes sense. The offense, they want to throw the ball, right? They want to throw the ball, so they might as well keep it rolling. Like, just keep throwing the ball. Let let Smith be that Heisman that he was. You know what I mean? That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, and even if he gets the Lattimore treatment, like they gotta use somebody, and I think that Smith. Yeah, the Lattimore treatment does suck, but they can move Smith around, like put him in the slot. And I know Lattimore probably follows him, but I don't know. They, they don't really he have any other option. Follow people. It just depends. They don't really That's have the any thing other too. Option. Is like they. That, that he kind of has to work, right? That's right. kind of the thing. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So next game here. Go ahead and move on. Let's find it. We've got Washington at Carolina. Washington at Carolina. Now, I don't know about you, but I think Washington's win last week was was pretty dope, man. They They really came out there and shocked the world, if you will. But at what cost? It cost them an awful lot. Yeah, they lost Chase Young. Yeah. So that's pretty huge. Yeah. Lost uh lost Chase Young for the rest of the year, torn ACL. I mean, that's ugly. That's real ugly. Yeah. So they were still able to stop Tom Brady even though after even after he left. Yeah. But. Yeah. This this offense for Washington. It's really it's a trippy offense. It doesn't make a lot of sense at times. You got Heineke, you know, do you, would you are you interested in playing Heineke? No, not really. He, you know, he had that that point in time where he kind of looked like he was going to be able to put it together a little bit, mm-hmm. and it just it didn't last. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And I don't see Carolina's pretty stout defense, so I don't see this being a great chance for him to do that again. Yeah, I don't. I think that it's this defense is going to hamper Antonio Gibson as well. You know, Antonio Gibson's got 506 yards on the ground, five touchdowns. He's averaging 3.7 yards a carry. I mean, that's pretty good. I think this Carolina defense will probably 
will probably hinder that greatly. I'm I'm would be more of expecting of a Terry McLaurin showing, but it's tough, man. Because Terry McLaurin, you want to talk about a true boomer bust wide receiver this year? The fucking guy either goes for twenty or four. I, there's no in between with this guy. I've got a lot of shares of him. Trust me, I know, and it sucks. But would you play Terry? Yeah. I'd play Terry still. I think if you know between Gibson and Terry, I think they're probably the only two real startable players on a week-to-week basis. Um, he's limited with his shoulder, and with Logan Thomas out, he's still able to get it done. So I'm not really concerned about that. He's really the only receiving target too right now with some of the injuries. Um, he is. Ricky Seals Jones like stepped in for a little bit, but he kind of fell off since then. Yeah. So. I think McLaurin's still a safe play. You know, like like you said, he's kind of boomer bust. Right, and he kind of falls into that same category as as Devonte Smith. Like he's sort of the only dude that that has the ability to do anything in that offense when it comes to throwing the ball, other than their running backs who are both very active in the passing game. Right, and is Stephon Gilmore playing yet for Carolina, or is he still injured? Uh, I th- I have not read anything, but I would imagine he's probably. I th- I think he's coming he's back if he back hasn't in. already. That might be a problem. So that's for a little sure. bit concerning. <laughs> yeah. But like you said, it's it's still like it's from where you drafted him. He's probably one of your better options at receiver, regardless. He's yeah. getting it done against all. You know, he has the ability to get it done against any defensive back. So yeah. that's helpful. All right. Well, other side of the ball here, I'm. Not sure who's going to be starting this week at quarterback. It's definitely wide open. Is Sam Darnold back? No, I think Sam Darnold's still out. Uh, I think he actually went to IR. Oh, God. Oh, God. Um, All right, well, it I looks like Cam it's Cam Newton. Start. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. He showed out pretty well, I thought. He did, and I was surprised they didn't use him more because P.J. Walker just wasn't getting no. it done. And Cam was Cam for a few. Is the starter. Well, he is. He's been named the starter. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Welcome back, sir. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh, you're good. Yeah. God bless the God internet. God bless it. <laughs> All right. Well, we keep going here because I'm asking. Uh, did I miss? Did I miss you a missed whole a whole game? game? No, we just we just yeah, segued into though. Washington, Carolina. We went yeah. over Washington. Do you have any specifics on Washington that you wanted to touch on? I'm sure you guys we are said, fine. Did you talk about Baltimore, Chicago no. yet? Nah. Cool. Let's talk Baltimore. Wait, were you guys done with the uh, last game? Almost. We got Carolina side of the ball here. Oh, that's yeah. easy enough. Play Christian, Play Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey and <laughs> Correct. I think you can get away with playing Cam Newton. I actually think I like Cam Newton this week. I agree. Yeah, I think so I mean, too. He he stepped in. He came into a game and, I mean, he didn't do much, but he still scored a touchdown. And that's pretty good for coming off the street. And a lot of the time when these – Teams that are have these big wins where they're not supposed to win, they really like, you know, come crashing back down to earth the next week. Yeah, and I think that will be Washington this week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we might have lost Josh again. Boy, that that uh, Washington internet, that internet's there really, really has some problems. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. All right, what we'll keep going on? here because Josh, you wasn't wrong. You definitely you start Christian McCaffrey. Right, there's no way you don't yes. injury be damned. It doesn't matter. You start that man. My question though is Chuba Hubbard still got some love last week. I mean, he still was carrying. He was toting the ball. Is he worth a spot play in a desperation situation? I think he did be pretty desperate. Like, yeah, he got some love. He had nine carries and he snuck into the end zone. But if he didn't sneak into the end zone, yeah, on that broken ass defensive coverage, then it would have been a a two and a half point performance. Yeah. So I, I don't want to play him just because it's touchdown dependent. I mean if you're desperate, you could hope for a touchdown, but I mean try to pivot elsewhere. I'd definitely hold him still though. And I see agree. how they use him. If they start using him as a goal line back maybe, maybe that could, might be a you know changing role for him. Or if Christian McCaffrey gets hurt again. Which seems to be likely, but yeah, yeah I agree with I sure. agree with you. 
and then the two the two wide receivers, you know, DJ Moore, obviously you want to start 57 receptions this year, only three touchdowns. It's it's not the best. He's got 701 yards. I don't know if Cam Newton helps that or hinders that. I would imagine it hurts it greatly. Um, Robbie Anderson is has probably been dropped by about 80% of teams. And then last week, of course, he catches that one-off touchdown. But I think DJ Moore is about the only wide receiver you could play. Yeah, I'd agree. And I wouldn't even... I know, like, Robbie, people were like, oh, Robbie Anderson bounced back. It's like, did he, though, or did he just get a touchdown? Right. Like, I, w- I wouldn't even <laughs> go out of my way to get him off the waivers. All right. At this rate. Like, it's not enough consistency to for me to be like, yeah. I mean, if you're desperate, go ahead and grab him if you had a bunch of injuries or something. But right. I'd still just let somebody else deal with that if they really want to. Uh, I 100% agree, but let's go ahead and move on. Here we got the 6-3 and three Baltimore Ravens versus the 3-6 and six Chicago Bears. Uh, I mean, this is going to be an interesting matchup. I don't know where Baltimore goes after getting fucked on by the Dolphins last week. I don't was that, I'm hoping that that was just a one-off an- anomaly here cuz that didn't make a lot of sense to me as a football fan and as a fantasy fan. I mean that just was it was terrible. It was so bad. But you know, on the on the Baltimore Ravens side here, you obviously start Lamar Jackson. He's their leading passer. No shit. He's their leading rusher. Probably also no shit with Dobbins going down so early in the season. Other than that, do you start? Do you like any of their running backs? No, <laughs> I mean simple. There's there, here's the thing with the Ravens is like they have the potential to have a running back breakout, but you got it's one of the, it's another one of those ones where you got to roll the dice and see which one it is. But they also haven't been running the ball like anticipated like we thought that they were going to be running the ball great and yeah a little bit of it's you know no jk dobbins and no oh shit what's his face but freeman a little bit of too is they don't seem to be blocking very well no yeah that's and that's really been the big thing with these fuckers is they just for a team that was so dominating like they were to just sort of fall off at what they did so well, right? They were running the ball like motherfuckers, and they just they fell off of that. It seems. We've moved on to your uh, to your Bears Baltimore game. If you want to, we're only in Baltimore here. If you want to chime in there, Joshy. Um, I don't know. I mean, you know, you play the obvious ones, Lamar. Hollywood. I, I love Bateman. I think Bateman's really coming along. Yeah. Mark Andrews. We haven't got to him yet, but that's a good point. He does seem to be coming along. He's getting all the targets. You know, he's taken away from Hollywood Brown. I think Hollywood Brown is Well, and Hollywood Brown is dropping po- the ball. So he's rightfully Last losing targets. Last week against Miami, he had six catches on 13 targets. Jesus Christ, man. Welcome back to me. Yeah. Yes, again. The internet doesn't, doesn't, doesn't want me to finish this show for some reason. <laughs> no, it does not. That's but, right, uh, you know, Mark Andrews, he's still legit. Devonta Freeman, I don't know. You know, Baltimore running backs used to be like a real thing, but I'm not excited to play Devonta Freeman. We were just speaking about that. I don't know if you came back in time. but <clears throat> Me and Rome kind of both agreed that the running game doesn't seem well, and it's, uh, like I said earlier, it's a little bit of the injured backs, but it's also, like, they're not, their offensive line isn't as dominant as it once was or as it was an, is anticipated, mm-hmm. which is really hindering their running game. It's even hindering, I think, Lam- Lamar's running game on the ground. Which, I yeah, mean, well, if you can't establish the run, it kind of takes away from him. I mean, he's he's been good for fantasy still, but... So, sort of like you have one bad connection, one good connection, but it's okay. I'm not sure. There he goes. There he is. You're kind of choppy still, Josh. Uh-oh. 
Oh, he's got perfect freeze frame. So handsome. <laughs> so handsome. All right. Well, we can keep going here. We're going to go over to the other side of the ball, though. Um, how do you feel about Chicago's passing game, Fish? Uh, terrible. It's just so awful, man. It's so awful. You know, you got Justin I mean, Fields. <laughs> you got yeah. Justin Fields, who only has about 1,200 yards. He has uh, four touchdowns and eight interceptions. And doesn't know yeah. how to use a guy like Allen Robinson, which I, for the life of me, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't either. D- Darnell Mooney is the best receiving option mm-hmm. for fantasy purposes, not for the team right now. I, I'm i playing him in a league at a necessity, but I think that you should look elsewhere if you can. Yeah, I, I agree. It's not looking good there. I now, agree. I think Montgomery should be back this week. Well, Pretty he played sure. last week a little bit. I it wasn't it wasn't his normal it wasn't his normal performance cuz he's still dealing with coming back from that injury, but yeah, he's going to well, come back. And he was and he was really on to something early on in the year. He was playing really really good. Yeah, and they had the bye week after that, so hopefully he's back healthy again. That might help the passing game a little bit. Agreed. If they, if he can get something established, it might open it up a little bit. But I still don't trust the quarterback or the coaching or the offensive line. So, Yeah. Yep. If, if anybody, I'd say Mooney is the only option, and it's a desperation play. Yeah. I mean, it's I, – I agree with you 100%. It's definitely not the way to go here. All right, Joshy's internet is dead. It's kaput for sure this time. We are on our own. Let's keep this going. We'll get it done. We'll get it done. So we're moving on. All right, we have got the 8-2 Arizona Cardinals versus the 3-6 Seattle Seahawks. Now, I don't know about you here. Hell of a lot of injuries going on in Arizona. I don't know. Maybe it's just the dry heat that Arizona brings. But Kyler Murray hasn't played now in two weeks. Neither has D-Hop. Uh, Edmonds is down. A.J. Green is down. I mean, they've got, they've got problems. They've got a hell of a lot of problems. Now, is Kyler Murray going to play this week? I do not know if Murray plays this week, but if he does... Would you play him is the question. Yeah. I, I think mean, I would still. Because he still has good receiving options. You know, he's got Kirk. He's got Rondell Moore. Yeah. I mean, at this point, at this point, Hopkins has missed a lot of time. And, th- I mean, they're still 8-2. and two. They, won- they won a game against San Francisco who just beat the shit out of the Rams with their backups. Arizona is a good football team. And they can score they points. Absolutely are. And they can score points with anybody. Like James Conner is the man this year. He's a for sure start, in my opinion. The guy's been in the in yeah, the end zone rushing I think eleven he times. For, he was a for sure start anyways. And back I don't even know when it was. I think like week four or five. Yeah. I said you could start both of them, Connor yeah. and Edmonds. One hundred percent. And I think with Ed, with Edmonds out, it just elevates Connor even more. Yeah. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And, you know, I think Christian Kirk at this point is probably a nice start. If Kyler Murray is playing Christian Kirk, I don't want to say is a must start, but he's he's a safe play, I think. He's yeah, a safe play. I'd agree. Play. What would you do with the receiving core there if Murray doesn't play? I mean, if he doesn't Murray didn't play, play last weekend, they did not look good. No. They didn't. Moving the ball there. They didn't. And if and if Murray is out, yeah, I think you look at you look at Connor, especially with Edmonds banged up. Right. Yep. And Agreed. I think he's he's the safest play if Kyler Murray's out. So really watch that because if he's if Murray's out, those receivers like if you're desperate, sure, but yikes. You know, McCoy McCoy ain't the answer. McCoy ain't the answer. Yeah. Agreed. But going on to the other side here, we've got the uh, the Seattle Seahawks. I'm not sure what happened here 
to this team as a whole. I know they've been a little banged up. Obviously, Russell Wilson with his finger getting broken. He's finally coming back from that. He looked very pedestrian last week. Now, I get it. They were playing Green Bay. It was cold. It was fucked up. All of those things I understand. But you expect better from Russell Wilson, and I, and I would expect better in this game. I think that it's a it's a game it's a must win at this point for Seattle. Yeah, they, at three and six they, they have, have, to, have to. Yeah, they have to basically win out in that division. Correct to make the playoffs, and I I'd say I I don't know I'm comfortable starting you know Russ and DK, but I'm not I don't have those high expectations that I have when they're a hundred percent healthy. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You know, and and this I don't know, this offense is a whole I, I would expect Russell Wilson to get back into that Russell Wilson vibe. You hope DK can step up and be the man that everybody wanted him to be. I know he I don't I didn't see the game. What happened last week? He got ejected and at some point tried to he come back ejected, onto the field. I don't know. I, I read that. I, didn't see the game where he came back onto the field, but I was watching the red zone and I saw when he got ejected. He like, it was towards the end of the game, so the game was basically over. Mm. But he just like grabbed somebody's face mask and like held on. To, it was after the play's over, grabbed their face mask and like held on to it, and, like tugged their head a bunch around, you know. Mm. I see. Um, I see. And I, I don't. That's I just saw like the little highlight in the red zone. I, it was dumb. It was you know one of those just anger. We yeah. are getting our ass whipped, type of good things. Yeah, and you know, I, and that's all fine. Like he's a young kid. I I get it. I get it. What's hurting this offense though is obviously Russell Wilson not being there, but Tyler Lockett. It does not seem to be the same guy. At least this year, as compared to what he was last year. I mean, he Tyler was. Tyler Lockett started out the year so good. I know. I know. And then it's just. But, Nosedive. I don't know. If, I don't know if his downgrade was because Russ was out, and then this week Russ wasn't himself. So, I mean, I'd probably hesitate a little more to play him over Metcalf, mm-hmm. but he's still a player that, like, if Russ is on, Tyler Lockett can have a huge game. So it's not like the worst start. Yeah, I, I agree. Know? So if you're like in a, if you're if you're like in a kind of a, a, I wouldn't say desperation situation, but if you're like in a pinch. A little bit, like you could probably start him and see that there's a high upside there, right? But there's also a pretty low floor. Yeah, I agree. It's kind of what you what do you need? You know, if you need a if you need a player to have an explosive game, then do it. But if you need someone that's just going to get you ten points, then maybe pivot somewhere else. Right. Yeah, I'm I'm in the same I'm in agreement with you. I think that makes a lot of sense. And then this running game, I mean, right now their leading rusher is Alex Collins, who's rushed the ball 84 times for 345 yards and two touchdowns. Chris Carson is just the international man of fucking mystery. You never know if he's going to play. I don't even remember what the fuck is wrong with him. It's been so long. I I don't know. Like, if he plays, I think the offense is different. If he plays, the offense yeah. can, can be good. I, just, I think they weird. really miss. I think they really miss him there, um, yeah. because it does limit them a lot. Alex Collins had one good game recently yeah. in against Pittsburgh, and then he had a decent game against San Francisco, but he's been under ten points. I wouldn't start him. Yeah, I mean Arizona's that's, defense pretty good too. I so. agree. I agree, and I think that if Kyler Murray doesn't play, this game might get ugly. It might get ugly, and not as it just it won't be. It won't be the high scoring fantasy production I think people would hope for. This game could be it could be high scoring, right? But it could also be like the same thing when the Arizona played Green Bay. Yeah. Um, or not when Seattle yeah, was, played was it Arizona Bay. that played. Yeah, Seattle played Green Bay last week, yeah. where it's like. Under 30 points in the game. Just a sloppy, f- ugly football game, you know? Yeah. It's, so it, it's, it is, it's kind of tough to predict because a lot of people coming off injuries. Yeah. A, a lot of 
unknowns there. Yep, I agree. All right, moving on. We're going to go ahead and hit our last game that we're going to do tonight, which is going to be the 3-6 and six New York football giants versus the 6-3 and three Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, I mean, on paper, certainly this game looks – it just looks fucked on. I mean, the Giants – I'm not even sure how they've won three games to this point. I- I'm hoping – I don't know if I'm hoping this actually. Like, I'm hoping Saquon Barkley comes back, but at the same time, do I really want him to come back against this defense, which is so good against the run? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't have him, so I don't really care if he comes back. <laughs> but I mean, fantasy wise, I hope he comes back because you know he is a, a very fantasy relevant player, theoretically. But he hasn't yeah. been really this year. Really, even when he was healthy, he had the two good games, and then he had three terrible games. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be interesting to see how healthy he is if he comes back. This is going to be a tough game for him no matter what. But it seemed like you know he basically took a lot, a cup, two weeks to get up to speed. Played great in Atlanta, played great in New Orleans, and then got hurt again in Dallas. Yep. And it's, is he healthy? Is he going to take another two games to get back up to speed? This team's not the team you want to find out for fantasy purposes. That being said, you might be able to play him if, he, if, you're, if he's your running back and you're desperate because your other running backs that you have are likely worse. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I mean, there's... If Saquon doesn't play, I'm nowhere comfortable starting Devontae Booker. Like that against this defense is just fucking the worst. Daniel Jones, at this point, no, God, no. I wouldn't start him if you have to, if it's a fucking super flex. Okay, maybe. But it's like this guy this year. He's getting about 228 yards a game. That ain't that great. He's thrown for 2,000. He's got eight touchdowns and five picks. Now, I know he does a lot of running. I think in this matchup, he's probably going to have to do something. But who's this guy going to throw the ball to? Like, their leading wide receiver is Kadarius Tony. Yeah. He has to do something if they have a chance. Here's the thing, though. Tampa Bay just got beat. By the Washington Redskins. Mm-hmm. They are not going to have something like that happen two weeks in mm-hmm. a row. I, no. Uh, unless, unless there's more than the eye is seeing with Tampa Bay and there's more problems than we're seeing, I doubt that's the case. Then, then I don't see this game being very good for anyone on the Giants. Yeah. No, it's... <laughs> I don't see... Nothing makes sense. Like, I wouldn't... I'm not comfortable starting anybody the only person that i would is if barkley comes back that would be the only guy that'd be the only guy yeah i agree so moving on to the other side here obviously there's huge fantasy relevance for the tampa bay buccaneers tom brady i think he's a smash play you start him week to week this guy he's got 2800 yards 27 fucking touchdowns and seven picks. He's averaging about 318 yards a game. I don't, I yeah, don't know he's a what. QB two overall. I don't know what is going on here. This guy's 40 some 43, 44, something like that. I don't get it. I'm I love him. I hope he continues it. But you obviously yeah, I, it's a smash play. It. You, yeah, you start smash play. I get it. He he's one of the best quarterbacks ever, and he's also got three really great receiving options. Yeah. Four really if you think about it. So um that being said, what if Antonio Brown starts, would you play him? I mean if Antonio Brown starts, yeah, I'm 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 playing anything that's associated to this passing game. If Antonio Brown is yeah, back, I'm a hundred percent getting into it. Chris Godwin, you start him. Mike Evans I, you know, I know he's he can get a little bit banged up. I know he's got a lot of issues, but he's he's healthy right now, and he's been looking good. 
I just think anything involved with this passing game can can win you a fantasy football game. Right, I agree. The only person I probably wouldn't start is if Gronk's out, I don't know if I'd start Bray. But even then, if you wanted to, you probably could get away with it. You you know, he, they spread the ball around pretty well. Um, Fournette, I think, is also... I think he's a smash play. He doesn't get a, always the most carries, but he gets a lot of receptions, and Ronald Jones has really been eliminated from this offense. He still yeah. plays a little bit, but... Nah, but he really has. But Fournette's becoming a must start. It's really Fournette took over this backfield. He took it over. You you called it right there as as Jones. Man, what a drop off! Because he looked so good last year. He was really fucking special, and now it's just gone. One hundred percent gone. But you know, I think that's probably you. If Gronk plays, you start Gronk. Absolutely. You start Gronk. I mean. OJ Howard, are you interested in that at all? If Gronk doesn't, if he for whatever reason is hurt again, no, I'd probably I'd probably prefer Brate yeah, me over OJ Howard. Me too. Me too. But you know, I, I that's our uh, NFC matchups this week. I think it's a perfect place for us to start. Let's just stop here. Hit us up on our socials. This is going to be terrible, but here we go. Hit us up on our socials. <laughs> all right, Filthy Fantasy Football Show. Big Rome, Filthy Fantasy Football, Filthy Fantasy Fish. All of us are on Twitter. That's about all I know. But boys. I can give you that. There's just filthy, filthy Fantasy Football on Instagram and Filthy Fantasy Football at gmail.com. There we Thanks go, boys. Thanks for listening. Have a good night, guys. <laughs>